Hi everyone, welcome back to Edric Poon and Company, the podcast where anybody can inspire everybody. I'm Edric and this week we've got the founder of A-Life Air, Devon Nair. A-Life Air is Singapore's first and only automotive manufacturer successfully producing its very own Singapore-made scooters. It has then gone through a complete restructuring as it has transformed to focus only on its core strength as an engineering innovation company dedicated to the launch of its proprietary zero-emission sustainable solution across the globe. I'm fascinated by what zero emissions really is about and also the many challenges, not just about the industry and how it's transforming, but Devon's journey from starting up, meeting setbacks head-on and starting all over bigger and better. Welcome to the podcast, Devon. So let's let's get started with this, shall we? You've gone through quite a bit. You're you're a very seasoned businessman, and uh, you've opened up several companies before A Life, and now you have A Life, of course, with the restructure and everything. What keeps sparking this interest in you to keep starting businesses? Well, good. Firstly. Thank you for the opportunity, uh, Andrek, and, and also to speak to you and to your audience. Um, let me start by saying this. Um, I'm always looking for that opportunity um, as an entrepreneur. You know, I always am triggered by the need um, and, if I could, and the fact that I could have, that I would be able to provide a solution for that need. Um, this always sparks and I uh, sparks a call in my head and if there's a way to create a solution that would satisfy that need as well then it's a, uh, it's a, it, to me it's a, either an investment opportunity or a business uh, startup opportunity you know in preparation for this podcast you mentioned that you'll be launching something new this year uh, something by the name of cabby or, or so what 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 is cabby yeah cabby it's a uh, well, KBI, CABI stands, uh, it's actually a cabin motorcycle. Uh, what's unique about this is that it's never been approved before in Singapore roads uh, uh, until now. We are the first to launch a cabin motorcycle for Singapore road and we are proud and happy to announce it, um, that LTA has approved it and we're now working with them to get it fully ready for launch uh, in the first Q1 of next year, hopefully. Um, what the cabin motorcycle is, uh, it solves the immediate, uh, the now uh, situation we are in. Uh, if you look at under this climate change environment, uh, there are heavier downpour and of course rain and, and the, even the sunshine is too hot. So um, what cabin does is solve those problems as again is a full electric vehicle um, uh, thanks to the Singapore government initiative. Uh, charging is not going to be an issue, even as we, as we go on. There are going to be a lot more charging stations across the island. So, and Cavi is designed to fit in all those charging stations. It's the standard fast charging um, stations. Um, so that's one good thing. The other good thing is that it comes fully, <laughs> comes with air conditioning, and so women are going to like that. Um, uh, men too. Uh, at the same time, it is got ample room. It gives you a chance to go grocery shopping and not worry about bringing a packet. Uh, at the same time, you can also use it for delivery um, if you are in, uh, doing extra work um, in, that, in that line. You can use it and, and, and at the same time uh, have a pleasant ride um, without being worried about the elements of nature. Right? 
wow, this sounds really great, man. You know, covered scooters for all, you know, so we don't have to really worry about the rain and everything. But, uh, you know, just thinking out of the box a little bit, what about the taxi industry? I mean, in Thailand, they've got all those uh, 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 bikes that are already taking people and everything. Could you imagine the Philippines even uh, having a zero emission jeepney? You know, the first ever electric jeepney? Um, we don't, we, we're not looking to set to, to, to build a jeepney. No, um, I don't think you, I don't think you want to get into a crowded ride with other passenger you don't know. I mean, uh, especially in this COVID nineteen environment. So, cab is designed for your unique individual need. Um, you and a, a passenger and, and a driver um, traveling from one point to another, um, and that's it. It's simple. It's uh, to satisfy that single. Uh, passenger uh, travel and if you look at the markets it's statistic to show that majority of uh, vehicles on the road actually have only two passengers not more than two <laughs> so yeah I think this would this uh, this design would satisfy current needs and in, 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 in the current environment and, and I think that's the most important aspect of our design so now that cabby is being launched are there any other developments that maybe you could tell us about you know that a life is currently working on so besides the launch of our, our first product design that's been approved by LTA, Cabby, and Cabby Motorcycle, uh, we are looking to launch, do a commercial trial with our solution, which is designed into a public transport, a bus. Um, our idea would be a bus. Our bus, uh, using our fuel, will not only provide um, the same smooth journey passenger enjoy now in public transport, but also provide uh, cleaner, breathable air, uh, which no bus, uh, no public transport can provide. Uh, that is because of our fuel. Our uh, byproduct of our fuel is actually just pure nitrogen and oxygen air mixed in a mixture that you can breathe comfortably without any pollution. So uh, that's one of the unique features of our, our uh, commercial trial uh, we, when we introduce our fuel and our engine technology. You know, being in the space of sustainability, you're always pushing for innovation. You know, that comes with the territory. Uh, within A-Life, your innovations are aimed at supporting a zero emissions ecosystem. Now, this is a huge ask, right, uh, for anybody to have that. You, you not only just think about the power, but you also think about the grid, you think about your infrastructure. Now, how do you even begin educating not just the general public, but your potential investors and partners that are coming onto this ride with you? Or to share um, more of our innovation, um, one way, one thing that uh, will stand out is the fact that uh, in our design, in our innovation for the fuel, um, we have two things that's unique. One, we have an endless supply of resource. Um, there's no need to dig the ground to find our resource. There's no need to uh, destroy forests uh, to dig, look for error minerals. Uh, um, and, and, and also our plant, the fuel production plant design is, is able to be located anywhere remotely. It doesn't have to be in a specific location in a specific area. So that's a good plus, that's a plus point. And in that sense, going forward, um, I should also emphasize that our business, mo our business uh, agenda is focused on two industries, power production and fuel, produ uh, and fuel transportation. Um, and in this case, our transportation. In this case, uh, the rationale behind our approach is the fact that 
when we first when we looked at our design to produce this fuel we looked at what's what technology is existing that would help us um, design a system that would harness nitrogen and oxygen from the atmosphere and the only industry that we can approach uh, that has already established technology around this field is uh, the gas industry unfortunately for the gas industry uh, there is no innovation, major innovation in this technology, in, in the other innovation or in their technology for the last 20 years. So obviously the system is expensive um, uh, and hence the reason, the rationale behind uh, our design. Because it's expensive to harness nitrogen and oxygen from the air due to uh, inadequate designs, we need to rethink this carefully. And Singapore um, or rather, being a Singaporean, we are a pragmatic lot. Um, so our concept, uh, our design is based on the idea that if we can find an all and uh, our design our solution uh, for the fuel production platform to support uh, current ten demand for power, for renewable power, then it would be a, a win-win for both our companies and our, our needs. And that is, um, if you can produce grid level power um, from our system while while we're producing fuel, um, then that would present a revenue stream that would cover the cost of production and that would make our fuel affordable. So we designed, we intentionally designed working with engineers in Europe and especially in UK to come up with a design. Um, their, their effort has shown great success. They have, they have tested their theory Physically, they built pilot plants. Uh, working with our team as well, we we now realize that it can be done. Um, uh, and there, and, and so for now, for now in a life, we we know can build an energy storage platform around our fuel production systems. And this energy storage platform can work with renewable energy company or renewable energy source providers um, and provide a form of energy storage. Um, using our fuel as a medium of storage and then that's in a sense the fuel will then be used to generate power for the grid in this in this case we solved the problem that renewable energy company is currently looking at that is the problem for better scalable storage uh, platforms uh, at the same time working with them we have the ends the, the start the end source of power being renewable, which makes our solution, our fuel production process, completely zero, um, zero emission. So that's a win-win for both our, comp uh, our uh, in our collaboration, and, and we intend to collaborate more with this resource of uh, fuel, uh, renewable energy partners uh, from wind, solar, wave technology, hydro plants, and even biomass if there is such uh, collaboration. Um, and then, uh, at the same time, we uniquely design our fuel production processes to accommodate the demand for fuel for transportation industry. So, in a single plant, while you're using power uh, to generate power uh, and store fuel, you're producing enough fuel to satisfy the power demands in that area. And at the same time, you have also resource for fuel for your transportation industry to grow. And that's something unique about our approach. So in that sense, we present a complete ecosystem, satisfying two industries at the same time, transportation and power production.
Now, that's amazing. I'm really excited to see more of these developments and innovations coming up in the near future, especially the electric bikes. You know, I'm, I'm an avid motorcyclist myself, and I, I've always wanted to try electric bikes. Well, okay. Well, let me, let me, exp let me say, say this now. Um, on that note, uh, you should be our first customer. But uh, at the same time, let me share this. I actually mentioned this a few years back on an interview on uh, one FM and uh, speaking to Flying Dutch, uh, Glenn Ong and Flying Dutchman, and I said, um, "I'm going to offer all Singaporean natural born uh, a huge a discount on on all our products." Um, uh, uh, and so, if you so if you go to our website and when we do launch this vehicle um, and book a test date, uh, test drive date, uh, which you can do online, uh, we will send the vehicle to you to your doorstep, and you will then. Just drive it, and if you like the vehicle, um, please confirm your order right away on the same day, on the same spot uh, when you're test driving it, uh, and you get the discount that we promise. It's part of our, our marketing strategy. At the same time, to support uh, Singapore in doing this COVID environment. Um, so um, go to our partner site, please support us, and, and we'll give you what we promised. Awesome. I love discounts, right? So um, again, thank you for that indeed. Whoever's listening out there and watching this, uh, go on to the website, check it out, and see how you could get your booking or appointment to give Cabby a shot. You know, so, something I've always been wanting to ask you as well, Devin, is that um, you've been so committed into going into clean energy, zero emissions, sustainability, and, and the whole shebang, right? But off the air, you also mentioned that there was this talk that helped you along this journey. Uh, did this talk actually change your mind about becoming a green bug or were you already bitten by the green bug even before starting A-Life? The talk that you're referring to is Sir Martin Wolf's speech. Um, he's the editor of Financial Times. And um, what, what his speech uh, did was to reaffirm that I was on the right track, uh, that, that going forward we need to find a sustainable solution and this is the way to go forward and doing that is to have a formula that would not disrupt consumers um, current lifestyle and at the same time provide them with true zero emission uh, solution and that's a challenge and I think that that is basically the foundation of how a life is headed or rather what makes us unique secondly um, uh, to answer the question what triggered my sense of awareness uh, I think like I said in the beginning I'm an entrepreneur and I will I'm very impatient when I see an, a need a huge need uh, to me the bigger the need the better it is as an opportunity so if I see a huge need that needs to be fulfilled and if I can find a solution it's an opportunity in that sense uh, when I when I saw uh, way back that zero, uh, the ozone layers were depleting climate change in fact we're already starting to see is to realize in a in, in somewhat serious scale I, I think that triggered the sense of, uh, of responsibility in me as a businessman in, uh, over the years uh, I have enjoyed the successes and failures and at the same time I think uh, I would not uh, it, it sort of I think I can use the experience and the skill set that I have the network of people and resource I have to contribute and I think that's what really inspires me or really make me uh, as you said uh, push the green bug you know um, in me 
Um, the other side of it, the other flip side of it is that I don't, I think we all have this inner, inner responsibility that we have to do something to save the planet for future generations, not necessarily ourselves, but also for a future generation. We have to innovate, invent and reinvent ourselves so that we can have, present a sustainable lifestyle so future generations can continue. This is a beautiful planet and we need to do all we can to survive uh, and sustain it the best we can. And if it means changing our waste-driven lifestyle to a waste awareness and conscious lifestyle, I think we should. And that's what Alive is, uh, hopefully our mission is, uh, and we will continue to promote that mission across the board in every, every aspect of our, 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 our product and our designs. Devon, thank you so much for taking the time to do this session with me. I, I know that uh, we've got very limited time with you today and uh, that you're a very, very busy man. Let's move on to the last segment of this podcast of what we call the Epic Questionnaire so that everybody can really get to know you in the shortest time possible. So without further ado, let's go. All right, question number one, one word that you love the most. That's easy. One word that you dislike the most. I dislike the word hate. Three, if you could have a conversation with one person, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would that be? That would be easy. It would be Lee Kuan Yew. What do you say to yourself in the mirror every morning? I'll say, wake up to a new day. Name one superpower that you'd like to have. The ability to go back in time. This one's a tough one. Favorite dish to eat. Bakute. Next question. Favorite travel spot or the next travel spot you'd like to go to once borders open up? The French Alps, Annecy. Something in the arts that you've always wanted to do, but yet to do so. Well, finished my animation series. I started to design some in way back uh, when I had an animation in investment. Um, and I'd like to finish it. And what does retirement look like to you? Uh, retirement, uh, <laughs> well, not stopping work, uh, a lot of things to do and I, I, cannot, I cannot sit still, can't wait. You know, Devon, thanks so much for taking the time to do this podcast with me. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you very much and I uh, thank you, uh, Edward, for the opportunity. Thank you for listen, for your, to our audience for listening and, and have a great life. Peace out. Now, I know you've got to run, but uh, before we close off again, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Epic Podcast with Devon Nair and myself, Edric. So for anything to do with electric, find out a little bit more at A-Live Air. Um, and don't forget, try and get yourself a ride on one of those cabbies, will you? Okay, till next time, we'll see you again. Thanks again. Bye-bye.